Ladies and gentlemen, I know you miss me. This is the Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Red Energy for reliable energy solutions for your home or business. Ned, this is a bit of a fun game. I think we can all play together. Sure. So let, let's just do it. Um, a gentleman has been arrested in okay. Hong Kong. Okay. For an item that was found in his carry-on luggage. Okay. His excuse when asked about the carry-on luggage item that has gotten him arrested was that I forgot that it was there, which anybody who's ever taken some nail clippers or, you know, like a a moustache trimming scissors or whatever will go, yeah, I just forgot they were there, okay? Understandable as an excuse, except for the fact that the item in the carry-on baggage was a handgun. Yeah. Now, here is the game we're all going to play together. What yeah. nationality do you think the guy who forgot he had a handgun in his carry-on luggage was? Yeah. Do you um, think he was... Hey, wait, 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 wait. Michael, get on mic. We'll all say it in unison. It'll be... Should we hit a tempo? Are we going to... Uh, Three, two, one. American. American. <laughs> yes, he was. In Imagine fact, that. <laughs> not only was he American, but he was a United States state senator. Ah, so he is actually gosh. a state senator. That makes me nervous, but also not shocked. Isn't this <laughs> incredible? How do you, I mean, it just, sometimes people's excuses are really mind-blowing. Of like, How do you not get in more trouble when your excuse is, whoops, I forgot. I forgot I had a handgun in my carry-on luggage. How often are you forgetting where weapons are? It was an honest mistake, and I expect the situation to be resolved shortly. <laughs> Wait, the guy said this? Apparently, the... the what is, it? What is he coming out of the, like, he's coming at this from, like, a frustrated point of yeah, view. This is just a silly snafu. Unfortunately for him, possessions of arms or ammunition without a license in Hong Kong carries a maximum penalty of 14 years in jail. Yeah, they don't mess or around. A 100 Hong Kong thousand dollar fine. So that's a $12,800 American fine. You'd probably go that over the 14 years in jail. It does. If you uh, had to sell some stuff, you'd be like, I'd rather 12 grand than lose a decade and a half of my life. Okay, I'll just sell my car instead of going to jail till I'm 35. (laughs) Um, Yeah, look, I. It does suck because sometimes I am like, I think people, you you sort of are painfully aware of how insulated America is. Of like, they just a lot of the time don't travel, and when they do, they're like, "What do you mean the rest of? Why do you mean the rest of the world's not like this?" And it's like, handgun in the carry-on luggage, unaware that was not okay, which I find strange because I've been to America, been lucky enough to go to America a couple of times. Their airport security is second to none. So I've never had to take off my shoes so much as when. I went through American Air Sports Security. I don't know how a handgun in the hand luggage yeah. could just slip your mind. It obviously, you know what I will say? It obviously must have because it's so intense and bad of an excuse. You would have been like, yeah, whoops, my bad. Once again, United States State Senator is the person who's done this. Uh, he probably, honestly, this is probably the best he's ever rated. <laughs> <laughs> His approval rating's gone. Depends where he's from, yeah. actually. That's yeah, a good that's point. Yeah. <laughs> Ned. Yeah? Speaking of special, it's a special thing when a casting decision comes along that A, doesn't make anybody angry, but B, also makes a tremendous amount of sense. Now, that happened yesterday. I saw the name of somebody who's going to be taking over something and went, yes, mm. that makes sense. Okay. Well, in fact, why wasn't he always doing it? That makes perfect sense. All right, okay, good. And then, as the day went on, I saw it in more and more places. On the news, I saw it on social media, and I kept going, yep. Mm. 
tremendous call. Whoever did that, fantastic. Okay, nice. I know a friend of mine who actually works for the company that made this decision. I sent him a message saying, great casting choice. And he went, I know, right? This is a so you're saying this is a Julie Andrews as Mary Poppins. That's how good Perfection. this casting is. Mwah. Yeah, James Earl Jones as Mufasa. Julia Morris. I was going to say going, I've got more. I'm on a list no, if no, you want. Julia them. Morris <laughs> is going to be joined next year on I'm a Celebrity. Get me out of here. No longer by Dr. Chris Brown, but by Dr. Robert Irwin. No, I don't think he's actually a doctor. Does he have a doctorate? He's the uh, the Irwin, Robert Irwin, Bob Irwin, Bobby Irwin, that Steve is- Irwin's son. The it's exactly what you said. I don't need to hype up it's the decision perfection. anymore. It is the best casting casting I've ever seen in a, in a TV show. It's tremendous. He's going to be the co-host with Julia Morris of I'm a Celebrity. Get me out of here. Um, I think this is the most obvious and best decision that's ever been made. I love Julia Morris. We've spoken to her on the show about this show mm-hmm. as well. I think she's hilarious. I think she's a very very talented person. The casting decision's so good that I'm almost like, why is she there? Yeah, yeah. Just have, Robert, just have Robert and have, I don't know, Bindi. Have someone else. Have someone else that makes more sense. Have Stacey, uh, Ranger Stacey. That would be Ranger great. Ranger Stacey. Have, bring her well, back. If we ever lose, I love Julia Morris, but if we ever lose Julia Morris to another network or to something like that, Ranger Stacey. Ranger Stacey. Ranger, Ranger Stacey. But it's, it's funny that the casting... Or Sonya Kruger, because she just hosts everything. Well, I'd rather it not be. But if it could... Uh, it's just so bizarre. I don't remember a time when it was, has been like a casting so good that the other person no longer makes sense. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like, hang on, why did we pick you in the well, beginning? And if Julia Morris keeps, and oh, I would imagine Julia even knows what I'm talking about here, if she keeps her flirty nature going, oh, it's, it's going to be a little bit weirder. I think the dynamics... A little bit weirder. The dynamic's certainly going to have to change. to change yeah. that up a little yeah. bit. Yeah, her um, being like, God, get a load of this guy. It's like, uh, you mean... Australia's sweet, sweet boy, Robert Irwin. The 20-year-old. Chill out. (laughs) Stop it. Get out of it. Stop it. Um, I think there will be a dynamic shift. Yeah, of course. And I think it's going to be great. But I just could not get over it. I was like, how good is the person at their job that made this decision? Mm. I mean, it's dead set phenomenal. Phenomenal. Only way it could have been better. Here we go. (laughs) Yeah. Ned and Josh host Simon Celebrity. Get me out of here. I actually... Would love that. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> I thought about it for a second. I'd love, I'd love to love be it. hit on relentlessly by Julia Morris. <laughs> that would be fine. Josh, in the UK, done something that uh, a lot of people talk about, something that they would love, but I also don't think once it's put into effect, I could immediately... I've been saying that I would like it, but mm-hmm. I, the second I heard of it, I'm like, I could see how this would be so annoying. Mm-hmm. Uh, over in the UK, obviously, still showing screenings of Oppenheimer incredibly uh, very doing very very well it's you're doing t- amazingly yeah you told me it's just shy of a billion dollars yeah, i think it'll squeak over which is nutty it's rated r so it's that's actually crazy it's amazing but, um very very impressive from them but during this screening if you've not seen oppenheimer it's quite long it's a lengthy film it's three hours i mean they're covering some quite intense topics and a lot of history so it's three hours didn't feel like three hours when i was watching it no i could have i could have sat there i reckon for only maybe half an hour more but yeah. i would have happily said i was enjoying it so no much. more than half an hour between 20 minutes and half an hour <laughs> and then i was like no nah, <laughs> let's okay. wrap this up okay i get it now um this uk I'm watching cinema, the oppen timer and i'm not enjoying mm, what i'm seeing let's get nice. this happening um this uk theater has <laughs> decided to halfway through the movie do a toilet break. So everyone they pause the movie, everyone can get up go An to intermission. the toilet. An intermission. Um, which everyone I think says they sort of would like. You've got to sort of pick when you want to go to the toilet when you're at the movies. Hopefully you can call it sort of get it before you go, mm. but a lot of the times that's also not really an option. You sort of have to pick when you are guessing there's not going to be a massively important part. Happening. I picked I picked the wrong part. 
in Oppenheimer. Yeah. Yeah, I remember you left. I'm pretty I sure. I left and I came back in. If you haven't seen Oppenheimer, um, you've had it long enough and maybe just turn the radio off now. It's, it's when, also history. It's when Kenneth Branagh comes back. Yes. I was like, why is he there? Why? <laughs> and I was peeing the whole time that happened. Because <laughs> there was like a social, it was a party. And yeah. I was like, there's probably nothing important going to happen here. I'm going to go. And it came back and a character that wasn't in it for f- an hour was back. And yeah. I'm like, what? A, what? A character who could not be on a further yeah. standing point of the main character is like, hey, I'm back. And you're like, hang on, what's... How has this happened? And I'm like, I can't even explain it because I kind of don't know what's going on. And also don't want to talk during the movie. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course, of course. You chose to go to the toilet. So intermission, great idea. Great idea. Here's the problem with that I see with it. I think it's a great idea if you need to go to the toilet and you're like holding out. You're like, all right, I've only got 10 minutes left. If you don't need to go to the toilet, oh my God, this would piss me off. It would be annoying for the movie to stop. You wouldn't like it? If I didn't need like to go... Like an ad break almost. If I... Was I mean, I don't want to be mean because I've needed to go to the toilet before, so this is not always the case. But if I've been an adult and I've gone, I probably will need to go to the toilet at some stage in the next two hours and I've gone to the bathroom, why am I being penalised for the people who are like, oh, I'm just winging it, whatever. Um, can I ask you a quick question? Does this, does this, if you had the same, I know we had similar childhoods, but I think, does this music mean anything to you? Just have a little listen. This is the Looney Tunes? No. This is the music that would play when the sound of music's intermission oh. would actually occur. <laughs> so the sound of music on the VHS <laughs> has an intermission. Yeah. The screen says intermission, and this just plays in the background. Go on, get your popped con. A three-hour movie in the 60s was so atrociously un- out, of, out of order that yeah. they put an intermission in the movie. Which that didn't even make sense, because in the 60s, what else are you doing? Yeah. Honestly, I would rather my movies be 10 hours long just I, so I don't have to go out. <laughs> I think it should just be mandatory because so. people text during the movies, they talk. If we had a designated 10 minutes where we know we're going to get to get up. You can fart ass around you now can if you want. You can get some food. You can open your loud packets of chips. You yeah. can microwave your Tupperware food that you've brought into the... Like, we could eliminate every annoying thing that happens in a cinema with an agreed-upon 10-minute break in the middle. What if it... Are you doing this for every movie? Every just, movie. Every Some movies are only like an hour and 10 minutes long. Yep, and I've been to cinemas where people clearly can't get it together for that <laughs> limited amount of time. So we need this. This is actually a requirement at this point. <laughs> I, Ned, yes, Josh, have seen a news story develop um, over the last couple of days, and it has been going from strength to strength. This news story keeps getting more and more traction, and I think because the person involved in it has actually weighed in as well now, so the it's definitely getting the coverage that I don't think the people who have made this mistake would have wanted, but okay. are now sitting there going, hey, actually... There's a bit of free advertising involved, though. Let's get in on it. The celebrity, it, it involves this story. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. The Rock wow. So, so the celebrity. Yeah, one of <laughs> the most famous people on earth. Um, A-list with a capital A. He has been wax-figured. If you haven't seen this story, it's from a wax museum in Paris. Looks awful. Um, it well, He the, looks sheet white. He looks like they've taken an old Bruce Willis wax-figure and just kind of made it the rock. Like, he yeah. buffed up the arms a bit, the bald head's the same, but most importantly, this is what the internet's getting on, uh, the skin tone is far more Bruce Willis than Dwayne Johnson. That's what I'm saying. He looks uh, sheet white. It there looks a, like a distinct lack of melanin. If you were um, 
if you were 10 and you had some clay and then you were like, I'm going to make, and you made like a little dude in clay mm. and then you were like, well, I don't want to waste this clay. I'll just make another one. I'll yeah. make a yeah. bigger dude. Mm. And then you just put more and more clay on it. Yeah. That's exactly what it looks like. Um, it looks like someone's just put like a muscle suit on Bruce Willis. He's, uh, The Rock has replied to this and has gone, for the record, I'm going to have my team reach out to our friends at the Grevin Museum in Paris, France, so we can work on updating my wax figure with some important details and improvements, starting with my skin colour. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. That'd be the first one I'd want to do as well. The news today that's come out is the museum's already done it. They've like they've painted the, the oh. wax figure. It's already back. To, it looks like the rock now. Okay, good. Now, the point I would make is that this has been... The museum came out originally and said we spent six, seven months on this wax figure. Um, and if they've fixed it in a day, that mm. makes me think that... Whoever was making the wax figure spent so long on the other parts, they just couldn't be bothered painting. They were just like, yeah, whatever. That'll do. What is that? Um, the rock. Put him out there. Like, that's that's laziness on a scale I could not have imagined. Uh, and I like to live my life quite often by this person's words, but Ricky Bobby once said, if you're not first, you're last. Yeah. I think that when you're creating these wax sculptures, if you know it's not going to be phenomenal, you might as well make it awful mm-hmm. because then people will talk about it. The In the middle one, like... Prince Harry has a wax at Madame a wax, wax figure at Madame Tussauds. It's fine. It looks uh, pretty much like him, but it's not great. No one would ever talk about that one. You make someone look awful like that Ronaldo statue a couple of years ago and everyone will talk about it. So, here's what I wanted to talk about this morning because obviously this has uh, resolved itself. The statue now looks like Dwayne Johnson. Great. All is right in the world. I don't think wax museums are impressive. No. <laughs> and I don't know if I'm alone in that, but I think they are silly. And I, I would like to suggest something that I actually took from watching Baywatch last night. We watched Baywatch. I've never seen it before. There's a part where... The TV show or no, the movie? The movie. There's okay. a part where clearly the rock stunt double is being used, but he looks so much like the rock that it's like, why wouldn't you just use this guy, yeah. even for a close-up driving a jet ski? Um, I would w- much more prefer if you could go to like a place like a wax museum and just human beings that looked incredibly like famous people were in there. Mm. Because like look alike. Because you could do the same thing you do at a wax museum where you're like, eh, it doesn't really look that good. Yeah. You could do that, but you could talk to the person. Okay. <laughs> You'd be like, what's your name? You'd be like, oh, I'm Phil. I look a, I look a little bit like Martin Scorsese. You'd be like, no, you don't, Phil. Yeah. <laughs> Who told you that? Yeah. Well, the people that run the museum. Mm. You're like, well... You're one of the ones that's in here just to annoy me, I think, because you don't really look that much like Martin Scorsese. It is kind of a good system we have at the moment with museums where you can't um, talk to the exhibits, critique the paintings, Mm, and they can't go, hey, what do you mean? (laughs) They can't also respond back to you. I also like this guy just in there, hey, I look like Martin Scorsese. Well, Phil, you do look like Martin Scorsese. What was it like filming Wolf of Wall Street? Why no, that's where this stops. Why the hell would I know that? I'm a lookalike. That's where this stops. (laughs) Okay, well, you've obviously met him. Why? No, never have. I live in Alabama. Why would I have met? This is a better idea. A museum of lookalikes that just hang out and you can talk to them, take photos. Such a great idea. I thought you were going to say stunt doubles. Like the stunt doubles go to oh, no. like so, a retirement home and this for is stunt doubles. where I'm going next. The Madame Tussauds of this oh, would up. be people who were formerly stunt doubles. Yeah. So that'd only be like in London or something. You'd have to go to the one to see Chris Hemsworth stunt double. I love that. Yeah. I actually really, mm-hmm. really like that idea. And the, the smaller the town you go to, the less they look alike the yeah. celebrities they're going to be. Yeah. The one on the Gold Coast, 
Not not yeah. getting any lookalikes there. He's like, I look like a somewhat of a cross between Gilbert Godfrey and Christian Bale. It's like, what do you mean? <laughs> that's that's, that's just no a guy. one on earth. That's just a dude. <laughs> Delivery on Rodrigo. <laughs> Why? Why would you do it like that? <laughs> she has one of the most easily pronounceable <laughs> names. I think of any musician that we speak to say on air. Olivia Rodrigo. I am. Can I just uh, let me just take that again? Let me actually take that again. Sure. I yeah. Olivia Rodrigo hit one of four point seven. You got Ned and Josh. I can I can do it. That was actually just a that was just a I do know her name. That was just a what? I'm waiting for an answer. I don't know what that was. Brain fart? <laughs> yeah, I, I sure. don't know. Okay. That right, scared okay. me. I was yeah. like, what's happening? Why can't I say her name? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh welcome in. If you've just joined us, this is the beacon of professionalism known as the Ned and Josh show. I really really am nervous because I've been given a job by my partner Carrie's 10-year-old son that I wasn't expecting to get anytime soon. Okay. And you're worried it's teaching him how to drive. Yeah, I was going to say, isn't it 10? No, um, no. The thing I was uh, probably thinking I wouldn't get the call up for for a very long time um, was help with a school project. Ooh. I've been asked for some help with a school project. What is it? What kind of... what, What subject are we talking at least? We are talking actually... And I, I might even be putting this upon a bit of more, more of a pedestal. It's not, it's not, it's a performance, not, not a project. Oh, a production. So it's in front of the school. Wow. Okay. It's like a got talent type thing. His school's doing a like got talent, like, yeah. like a talent show basically. And he's asked me for help. <laughs> that was, I don't know if Michael was laughing, but that was a funny way to describe a talent show. Yeah. <laughs> They're doing a got talent. I forgot I forgot that. Well, it's because it's the school's got I know. talent. Yeah, I know, and I that's know. what he keeps referring to it as GT yeah. and like all this. And I'm like, that actually in the old days was just called a talent Australia's show. Australia's yeah. got talent yeah. is a talent yeah, show. It's a talent show. <laughs> I really just shouldn't have said talent show. No, but I, I just like it. Yeah, I, liked, yeah. I liked getting a peek into your brain just then. I... I'm nervous about this. I'm really nervous Why about this. Why are you this. so nervous? Well, are you performing? He's, he's asked me for help with he needs sound effects. So he's asked me to get him a laptop, which I can do because we've got like radio software here where you push buttons and sound effects happen. Yeah, he knows I can do that. So he's asked me for that. But it sounds like that's a linchpin thing for the performance. Oh, like, like it all if hangs that, that goes yeah. wrong and he can't use the sound effects properly, it's not going to work properly. Is it going to spoil it? It'll spoil it. No, no. He's, will it spoil it if you tell me what it is? It's a magic show. Oh. oh. Mm. Mm-hmm. You want to help me, don't you? Well, I'm, I'm a magician. So. He's asked for lights and a smoke machine as well. What tricks is he doing? He better not be stealing my trick that I taught him. No, I have no idea what tricks they're doing. I wouldn't dare ask the magician his, his magician his tricks. But well, no, you don't have to ask him how he's doing it. You have to ask him what he's doing because oh, yeah. if he's stealing my trick, that's the only one I have. Well, then, it's also close up. By magic. the way, you've not been asked to be involved, so Which it is doesn't insane. matter. It doesn't matter if he's stealing it's your insane. trick. It's insane. He's the, I'm the most magic person this kid knows. So very but odd. I. Am troubled by the fact yeah. that I've been asked to bring production to the table, and I could mm. stuff this all up for him. I will say that you don't know the word restraint when it comes to setting up lights. Like in this room right now, we have eight lights. Mm. You don't know what a, a low key light production is. You act like everything's the grand final. Mm. So, well, the grand finals, the AFL one, its light show is pretty awful, really. <laughs> 
The NRL one does a good job. The fact you know anyway, that doesn't is matter. the problem. The point is that's sort of what I'm talking about right now. My nerves, though, yeah. are about stuffing this up for him. And with that in mind, I'd love people to give us a call right now. 131060, have you helped out with a school project <laughs> and your kids failed? Mm. Have you assisted with a school project and it hasn't gone well? Because I feel like when the adult gets involved, that's when you, you basically confirm that it's going to go well. You're cheating, essentially. But if, if you've done that, and the thing I'm nervous about is they get an adult involved and I make it worse, not better. You're worried you're gonna, I'm, I'm worried about that. Are you worried you're going to miss your cues and stuff? I'm like worried you, something's yeah. going to go very wrong. I just had the most intense flashback to when my... I'll I'll say it up next. Yeah, tell us up next. My mum sent me to school with something that I thought was the smartest thing that has ever happened to me, and I nearly got detention for it. Mm. It was it because she told you that alligators are angry because they got all them teeth but no toothbrush? No, 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 no. Because <laughs> mama was like wrong. Yeah, mama was wrong. <laughs> no, 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 it was nothing uh, that serious. You know what? Thirteen ten sixty is the number to call. Have you ever helped your kid with a school project and? The project's been a fail. Like I, you failed or yeah. it, it was anything less than a B, I reckon, is what I'm going for. I almost had a visceral flashback to me in grade three. Uh, we had show and tell once and I had nothing to take to show and tell, which, mm. I mean, doesn't matter. <laughs> How funny that that was the biggest thing I was stressed about. Like, the amount of crap I had laying around my room, I could have just taken in a shoe and been like, made, made it up. Which is what I did. My mum, I was like, I went into mum and I was like a little bit upset. I was like, I don't have anything for show and tell. What are we going to do? And I love my mum, and she, what she did, I honestly was like, this is the smartest thing I've ever seen an adult do. In my eight years of or nine years of living, this is the smartest thing I've ever seen an adult do. What she did was she was like, what you want? She got me a Ziploc bag. <laughs> now they say it, it's so minimal effort, but mm. she got me a Ziploc bag and poured a bunch of coconut shavings in it, like, you know, you know, like the whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was like, take this in and say that it's like... You're um, Tony Montana's son. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, she, she was like, say that you got um, non, non-melting non snow f- from Antarctica oh, that you can eat. Wow. And I was like, oh, it look, does look like snow. Yeah, I didn't know what that was before. Yeah, but I was like, I was like, wow, yeah, it does. And I took it in and I was like, it's non-melting snow. Like, And, and I showed my teacher and she was like, that's coconut shavings. <laughs> She's like, you should not have brought that in. Like, don't. If you don't have anything, don't bring anything in. And I was like, what? And kids, don't take white powdery substances in a Ziploc bag to school and suggest sharing it with your friends. It's a bad idea all round. Bar self-raising flour? <laughs> it's almost always something it's always bad. a bad idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Josh, woman who lived in Atlanta, went on holidays. Uh, while she was on holidays, got a call from her neighbour saying, hey, did you hire someone to tear your house down? Mm, that's and not she a was call like, you want. She was like, No. <laughs> Surprise! And she was like, well, someone's been over here and the house is no longer standing. It's completely torn down. Imagine what a psych out that'd be from the neighbour. If you had a neighbour who maybe didn't keep their lawn the way you liked it or mm. something, you hired hire someone to demolish your house? No? Yeah, well, it's still here. <laughs> TikTok. Yeah. I'd hurry up on that lawn if I was you then. Jeez, I could. <laughs> I'm not going to. I should, almost, but I won't. No, that, I think I will. Yeah. That's why I always have to, I choose to live in apartment buildings, because if someone was like, your apartment's still there? I'm like, God, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of like, other people are in trouble if it's not. I'm on floor seven of 80, so mm-hmm. yeah, I hope not. Um, this woman obviously did not do this. I've read this story, and I'm so conflicted as to who to side with. Probably the woman who ha- doesn't have a house anymore, but yeah. it's also a secondary house. Oh, what? so it's a it's a it's a holiday house, or it's more investment. I, I maybe an investment property. She said um, it's been boarded up for about fifteen years, but she's like, I keep it boarded up. 
I keep it all covered, like the house is covered. I'm like, if you've left your house for 15 years and someone mistakenly knocks it down, that's kind of oh, on you. You get like two weeks on the side of the GDE for a car. Yeah, so exactly. 15 years for a house is pretty good. Squatters' rights is like not even a, a tenth of that. So That's amazing. <laughs> it actually, I sort of understand it. Then I read that she was keeping them like the grass clean and like mowing the oh, lawn and confusing. stuff. That's confusing. So then, and all the taxes are paid. Like she's up to date on all of these things, despite the fact she doesn't live there. She's boarded up the house. She's boarded up. She's just boarded up the house. They've checked and they're like, yeah, whoops. It was just the, like, we got to the wrong address and decided, ah, we'll knock it in. Thank God no one was in it. God, what a, what, what a set of nads on the construction crew. Yeah. Because if I've seen a boarded up house that's maintained perfectly, all the rates are paid, and I go in to demolish that, I'd be I'd be nearly convinced a drug lab would explode yeah. the second I tried to demolish the house. Someone obviously doesn't want any eyes on this house. Yeah, so something's dodgy's going on in there. Exactly right. Um, you call it, we haul it, yep. is the people who did it, um, who are yet to mm-hmm. respond with any sort of comment. The lady's like, I want you, you guys to rectify this, which is sort of how it should work. She had a house, now she doesn't. I would... Imagine as a company having to be like, all right, how's this woman's house that we're building going? Is mm. it working? How much is it costing us at this point? Because building houses isn't cheap. Oh, my God. That's how you rectify it. You're going to have to rebuild the you house. You would just have to reconstruct. What, what, oh my God. what other solution is there other than just building this woman a new house? And for those people, that's the opposite of what they do. They're <laughs> like going to have to reverse their whole business. They're so like, let's go out to the back. I'm sure we've knocked down like 50 houses. There's no way we couldn't just gather up the materials let's and just, just kind of put it back together. Do reverse. Yeah. Just push the reverse <laughs> button. Surely. I'm <laughs> Kazoo. Ned plays a song on the kazoo. You call on 131060 and tell us what it is, and we give you prizes. That's how this game works. Exactly right. It's that simple. Okay, here we go. Ready? I think so. Enough. Yeah, I think that'll you get the gist. Um, uh. Nathan's on the line from Gugong. Nathan, how are you this morning? I'm good yourself? Yeah, good, very mate. well, thank you. What do you Nathan? think of the kazoo playing today? Was it of an elite level or no, an entry that. level, or what are we thinking? I don't think we need that. Uh, the, the first time was much better. Yeah, the first time was much better. Right, you know what? The okay. first time had a lot more effort put into it, so thank you very much. I actually appreciate that, Nathan. Yeah, just kind of just yeah, phoned in the, well, the Nathan's second are, one. Nathan's yeah. already phoned in, so I don't need to put in oh. as much effort in as <laughs> I already yeah. got him to call. Good call. So. Good call. <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, Nathan, do you know what song it is? Uh, I think it's. Sunflower by Post Malone. Yeah. Mm. You'd be fantastic. Damn right. Great. Spot on. Well done, Nathan. Yeah, Nathan, you've won tickets <laughs> to the Mogo Wildlife Park, the Explorer Pass, in fact. You can check out mogowildlifepark.com.au if you want yours. Nathan, yours is free, and it's going home with you, mate. Congratulations. Awesome. Thanks, guys. No, no, no thank problems you, at mate. all, Nathan. All business, and that's business. fine by me yeah. because... Really, the less of this segment, the better, in a way. Well, I don't know. Yeah, you know what? I don't agree, but at the same time, oh, yeah, the I other... clearly dropped off with my care level That's for what I'm it. saying. So, if you're not going to put yeah. the effort in, I love to be dazzled by mm-hmm. the kazoo, but if you're not going to put the effort in, then mm-hmm. we all know what we're doing here. We're just, I understand. We're giving away prizes. And... I promise that if we ever do this again, I'll try to remember to put more effort in. Will you dazzle me? No, but I'll try <laughs> again. I'm I'm setting the bar so low, I'm going to try to remember to put more effort try in. Try to remember too. If yeah. not dazzle, ra- at least razzle. I'd like you to at least razzle. You know what? I will confirm some razzling. Yeah, there'll be some razzling. <laughs> we do more kazoo. Ned, 
There's been a uh, little bit of a situation over in the UK uh, where one of their McDonald's is over there. They do have them, um, just like we do here, uh, has banned an entire school's children, its cohort, from mm. attending the McDonald's. How come? Because one student in uniform conducted what they've called uh, antisocial behaviour to Ooh. the point where they've banned every kid from that school from going to the Maccas. I have uh, uh, antisocial behaviour. I think is uh, too broad of a term. It's a, it's a beach umbrella. It's there's a, it's an umbrella term of a. It's a circus tent sized umbrella. It can be anything from, um, and I don't want to give anyone ideas, but like wetting toilet paper and throwing that at the, the, mm-hmm. the mirror in the bathroom to like tearing the door off a cubicle stall and spray painting everywhere. It seemed like it was just anything at school when people would be like, that's antisocial behaviour. One and done for the school. The school's not allowed to go back there anymore. Makes me very um, nervous. So, look, it is 6, 6.15 in the morning, so we can be a little bit more adventurous with uh, the way we talk on the radio at this little point. A little crass, a little um, blue. I obviously, because it's antisocial behaviour and all that's happened is being banned from McDonald's. So remove everything illegal. Something yeah, it that can't be anything you, illegal. Something that would get you arrested. Um, or, or maybe even things that, it could only be something to be on the borderline of like, yeah. do, do we call the police? Like, if it was something hectic, of course that's not what it is. So where did it happen? Um, it, it happened in the last couple of weeks. So my my thing here is it can only be one thing, and I would like to hear other other things. It can only be one thing. This kid has crapped on the floor. I was that's what when it, I said that, when that's all it can. When be. did I say where did this happen? Yep. I more meant in the store. I thought you said when did it happen? No, no, no. Sorry, where yeah. did it happen? And what, I, and what, I more meant like yep. localized to the store. Was it the kitchen? Was it the I don't outdoor? Know. Anywhere the toilet? in yeah. the toilet. This kid's been caught crapping on the floor. So, it can be the only thing it's, it could be to get the school an instant ban for every student. Do we actually know the answer? No. That's absolutely this, what it yeah. is then, McDonald's yeah. really, yeah. they <laughs> haven't given an answer. Yeah. They just said antisocial behaviour. Yeah, no, that's absolutely what it is. And I was, I'm thinking, yeah, there's lots of things it could be, but the other things, the things I'm thinking are crimes. You would, if you, you would spray call the police, painted the yeah. toilet, they, that's vandalism. Yeah. They would call the police easy done. If you if you yelled something horrific at a staff member, that's a crime. That's like, abusive behaviour. That's abusive yeah. behaviour. So what, it can only be pooping on the floor. Or peeing in the sink. What if well, you that's like just convenient sometimes? No, but no, you no. don't do that in public. Here's what I'm saying, and this mm. is why I think this particular individual may be. This is why they're being banned. Plug in, pee in the sink. It's got to be. It's got to be. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's got to be a one or two related thing. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying the only way it could be that bad is if you put the plug in and then peed in it, because then someone's got to. That's a hundred percent. That's that's horrific. <laughs> yeah, I haven't even nasty. thought of yeah, doing. Yeah, that's yeah, awful. Yeah. Well, safe to say, it's either peeing, peeing or pooing. <laughs> And, As it always is. And they're not loving it. That's that's how that Maccas has responded, yeah, which yeah. is fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. We also don't know if it's either of those things. Yeah, but it's going to be horrible later when the news reveals he killed a guy. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I'm like, yeah, that's not antisocial behaviour. I mean, that's it is, murder. But it's more than that. That was the Ned and Josh podcast. podcast. Red Energy for reliable energy solutions for your home or business. Canberra's Hit 104.7.